Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And this episode borders on being off topic. It borders on being off topic because I'm going to talk about another team more than I'm going to talk about the Cubs. However, anytime you're talking about the draft or international signing, You're talking about a large pool of teams and a larger pool of players. And where they end up is dependent on spending limits, order of selection, and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to talk about the Dodgers, who apparently have signed Cole Hamels for, what was it, a million dollars plus $500,000 a start or something. It is something like that. Now it was it was a flat upfront fee plus an additional fee for each start that he makes for the team. Ha- um, Hamels was somewhat needed because Trevor Bauer, who I'll get back to that in a minute, um, probably won't be be available for the rest of this season or forever. Um, And the Dodgers need starting pitchers to get through the season, to uh, get the West title or the top wild card or whatever it is they get. Because they are searching for pitchers much as everyone else is searching for pitchers. Because a lot of pitchers are unable to go the entire season this year more than other years because they didn't pitch much last year. It's happening in minor leagues. It's happening in the major leagues. It's happening all over. But specifically, this is about the draft and the decision by the Dodgers to basically blow by the spending limit. The spending limit in baseball is a limit, but it's not a cap. There is a difference, and that's why I try to phrase it that way. It is a limit. It is not a cap. If teams go over certain markers, then they face certain punishments. And if they do other things when they are over certain markers, then they receive other certain punishments. For instance, a couple years back, um, the Yankees signed Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole came from Pittsburgh. And because the Yankees signed Garrett Cole, who was a qualifying free agent, and because the year before they had gone over, the Yankees lost a second and a fifth round draft choice. Had they not gone over the year before, it would have just been merely a second round draft pick. And I hear people now saying, who the heck cares about a fifth-round draft pick? Well, that's exactly who the Cubs received in the um, trade with the A's for uh, Andrew Chafin. They received a fifth-round draft pick from the Chicago White Sox from the preceding season, the same season that the Yankees did not have a fifth-round draft choice because they had signed Garrett Cole. Now, the season before Garrett Cole, the Yankees had selected in the international signing phase. Um, oh, I'm not even remembering the dude's name. Um, 
Jason Dominguez. I actually bothered to look that up on Fangraphs. Jason Dominguez. The season before the international signing class of um, Garrett Cole. That Garrett Cole's draft selection was hinged with. Jason Dominguez had been the biggest ticket item internationally. The Yankees spent basically a whole bunch of their international money to get Jason Dominguez. But the next cycle, because they had signed Garrett Cole, not only had they lost a fifth-round draft choice, they also lost $1 million in international signing, which put them right toward the bottom. They, they were they're naturally at the bottom because they were a um because they're a big market team but then when they lost a million dollars international spending space that dropped them even further um the cycle before the phillies had done the same thing they lost a second and a fifth and 1 million international signing for was that arietta I think it was Jake Arrieta. They lost a second round, a fifth round, and a million international spending. And I think it was for Arietta. Wow. That's rich. Um, so, yeah. it For some people, oh, just a second or a fifth or a million dollars international. That, that, that doesn't matter. All I care about is the major. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. But to say that is not a punishment is rubbish. Okay, now for the 2021 Dodgers, they keep spending and keep spending and keep spending. They make trades and they, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. We'll pay for it, uh, which I have no problem with. You know, more power to them. Go ahead. Do that. Uh, knock yourself out. Now they are at 270 million uh, versus the cap. I think it's around 270 million. The the cap limit is 210. Any team over 250, sounds like the Dodgers are over 250, uh, will have to have a different sort of sanction. The Dodgers will have a draft pick. Their first draft pick will be 10 slots below where it otherwise should have been. 10 slots below. So they're definitely going to be a playoff team. They should definitely be in the top, uh, what, six or eight? Six or eight? Something like that. So they should be in the, what, 24, 25, 26 range? Of draft picks, 24, 25, 26, somewhere around there. Okay, so whatever it is that they end up at, take 10 away from that. Take 10 away from that, but also take another one away. Why, why, why are you just randomly pulling numbers out of the air? No, 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 no. Um, Kumar Rocker. Kumar Rocker will, uh, did not sign with the Mets. So the Mets will receive the 11th pick, irrespective of anything else in the known universe. The Mets will receive the 11th pick. So if a team is scheduled to be the 24th, pick in the draft. They'll really be the 25th pick in the draft. You see that? 24th becomes 25th because Kumar Rocker. 
So wherever the Dodgers end up, let's say they're 26th. So that means they get kicked back 10, which means 26, 36, which means 37. Now one other thing to hang on to, one other thing to mind, the Boston Red Sox who picked the third, fourth, something like that, their second round pick, Judd Fabian, decided he would go back to college at Gainesville, for the University of Florida. Since he was a second round pick, that is also a protected pick. So whatever the Red Sox pick was, which I can't remember, they get the one after that. So that walking into the draft, two picks are already known. The Mets will select 11th and the Red Sox will select whatever they did to get Judd Fabian's draft selection minus one. So now, depending upon where the Dodgers end up, they might end up being buying the Red Sox. Now, that doesn't mean that the Dodgers, who are perfectly capable of doing pretty much anything in a draft scenario, can't find quality. But if you are having 10 less names that you can select from, that's probably some of the players that they would have preferred to have had. Does that mean that what they're doing is a stupid idea? No, not at all. They're allowed to do whatever they want. But there are rules. So since they are apparently going over the spending limit, they will select 10 later. They will not have a first-round draft choice. They will have a second-round draft choice or a draft choice thrown in amongst the um, supplementary picks from um, teams in the uh, competitive balance round. So the Dodgers will have, the, the Mets will have a pick that doesn't make sense, the Red Sox will have a pick that makes sense, and the Dodgers will have a pick that doesn't make sense. And they will all just end up where they end up being. And with their the Dodgers pick coming later, they will have a lower slot amount for their entire pool. Does that mean it's a stupid idea for what the Dodgers... No, it's probably not a stupid idea. They're, they seem to be one of the very few teams who is interested in going balls to the wall to win the World Series this year. More power to them. Congratulations. Um, they might even have a better record in the regular season than the Giants. We will have to see. But if someone you are talking with says there is no punishment for spending over limits in Major League Baseball, they're wrong. They're wrong. They're either ignorant or they're deliberately trying to mislead people or it could be a bit of both. Either or, whichever, doesn't matter. Um, because there, is, there are punishments for it. Now, a question to ponder for the future. A question to ponder for the future. The punishment for going over the limit by 40 million is having your draft pick drop 10 spots. That's what it is as of right now. Probably that will carry over to the next draft. Probably that will, because that is the mindset of how 
know, the, the Dodgers were acting, okay, the rules are, um, we're going to be punished 10 spots in the draft. So probably anything that would be a change would be grandfathered for one year. That would be my guess. That's not necessarily accurate, but that would be my guess. So the next time around, when there is another agreement, do you think the smaller market teams like the A's, like the Marlins, like the Rays, like Cleveland, or whichever team you want to think of? Heck, let's throw in the White Sox. They're not a small market team, but Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't want the Dodgers to try to buy a world championship. Not when Jerry Reinsdorf wants to win a world championship by not buying a world championship. There will be a punishment next CBA cycle for spending over the limit. Do you think, now don't, don't look at someone else. This is you. This is you. Do you think 23 of the owners will vote for a bigger punishment, a smaller punishment, or basically about the same punishment? Now, whichever one you go with, you could be right. But I'm thinking that Tampa Bay... Cleveland, Eccleston, Baltimore. You know, some of these teams aren't, they're not really small markets, but they don't want to spend. Minnesota, uh, Kansas City. Do you think they're going to say, yeah, that, that, that Dodgers buying an entire, buying the World Series thing, we're totally good with that. Do you think the owners are going to say, yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine. We are completely satisfied with the Dodgers' only punishment for going over realistically in the draft being their draft pick drops 10. Do you think that's a realistic sort of thought? Or do you think that the smaller market teams are going to say, screw that, if it's 30 million, if it's 30 million, then it's 10 spots. If it's 40 million, it's 30 spots. If it's 50 million, it's 80 billion gajillion spots. See how that works? Just because the agreement now is what the agreement is now doesn't mean that that's what the agreement will be on into the future. And that is part of why it's rather important on occasion to dial it back as far as spending until you find out what the punishments will be. Is that an applicable punishment for the Dodgers? Most baseball fans who think that big market teams ought to do big market things and go out and spend and try to win, they, they have no problem with it. But it, it's largely the owners that decide. Yeah, I'm nodding yes. The owners decide what's acceptable for the owners. The owners decide, no, I don't want that team over there to get an advantage that I can't have or that I won't have or that I'm unwilling to commit to. Maybe that's not appropriate. Maybe that's not the right way it should work. 
But that seems to be how it goes. The owners vote on what the owners can do. And this time, come June, the Dodgers will draft 10 spots lower than what they should have selected, or possibly 11, depending upon the um, Red Sox thing. So, uh, is there a punishment for spending? Yeah, it, so many people say, oh, it's just a tax. It's just a monetary punishment. No, that, that there is a monetary punishment, yes. But that is not the only punishment. Teams, teams can lose international spending. Teams can lose draft picks. Teams can have draft picks fall 10 or 11 spots in the draft. And while that isn't going to matter a whole lot to somebody who all they care about is the here and now, um, the Yankees traded away a decent chunk of their prospects decent chunk, you know, not, not an absurd amount, not a ridiculously high amount. They still have Jason Dominguez, but uh, trade a couple decent prospects to the Cubs, trade another couple decent prospects elsewhere, and um, didn't get a second rounder last year, didn't get a fifth rounder last year. Uh, DJ LeMayhew signed a contract that they might regret. Mike or Giancarlo Stanton has a couple years left on his contract. The money isn't endless, and the punishments do exist. Will the punishments be more severe or less severe in 2023, 2024, 2025? I don't know. But there will be punishments, and there will be people saying who there will be people who are saying there are no punishments or the punishments are um, meaningless. Meaningless, of no value, all that kind of stuff. Uh, last time I checked, all the teams, when they had an opportunity to draft a player, drafted a player, teams just don't pass. Pass, nope. There's nobody else on the entire board that can help our organization. No, that's not how it works in baseball. When a team is allowed to draft a player, they will draft a player. And with the draft down to 20 rounds, those draft picks are somewhat important. So um, the Dodgers are taking a calculated gamble by spending over the limit by $40 million. Will it matter this year? It might. It might. It might get them to home field in the wild card or home field in the National League. But uh, as far as what a lot of people think is important, no, there's really not a whole lot of concern for them. But the pipeline, if the pipeline begins to crumble from whatever reason, eventually that will show up in the wins and losses column. And I think the Cubs are a fairly decent example of that. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a great rest of your week.